Hello there. Uh, football has just changed in a big, big, big way. Don't make uh, don't don't misunderstand this. This is genuinely um, a lie in the sand at the moment. This is a big moment for football. Um, this is a big moment for Manchester City. It's a big moment for fans. And I'm going to get some people on today as well to have a chat about it. And I've already got Sam, uh, Sam Lee, you all know, of course, waiting. I'm going to bring Sam in now to have a chat about this because it's a big, big moment. Sam, right. how you doing, man? You okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's crazy, this. Are you know, I haven't got a very professional setup. I'm just a bit blown out by it. So, you you get you get the casual setup. But it feels like that kind of night. <laughs> no, it is that kind of night, and it's um a weird kind of night, man. Like, wh- where's your head after all this? I mean, did did you expect? I don't think anyone expected to blow up like this, did it? Like that crazily? I thought it might get there yeah, eventually, exactly. but like this, what the fuck just happened, man? Yeah. I know, I know exactly what I mean. I, I was thinking, oh, you know, maybe Friday there's there's this chat about chucking the teams out of the Champions League, or you know, maybe it'll go to. I mean, I didn't think it was going to happen. I thought maybe there'd be too many court cases, or it'll just be too difficult. It would never really get off the ground. Maybe it would rumble on for ages. I didn't think it was going to blow up so quickly. Obviously, there was rumblings earlier about two clubs putting out. Um, the people around the Super League were putting out all day. You know, don't worry about that. That's not going to happen. Um, but yeah, not only. Did not really expect it to kind of unravel so quickly, but everything else, like Ed Woodward leaving, <laughs> Agnelli um, going as well. Agnelli supposedly going as well. I don't know about Atletico Madrid. Apparently, Atletico Madrid were, but now I've seen something that they're not. But it's just crazy, isn't it? Like it's what, like, it's, it's just, mind blowing, really. Uh, genuinely mind blowing. And um, I'll be I'm, honestly, I did not think it would blow up this way. I thought they had a little bit yeah. more bottle than that. But this is this is like. It's insane um, how easily it crumbled. It's like barely been 48 hours since it came out. Like, no, has it been 48 hours Sunday night? So, no, it hasn't. Yes, a no, day hasn't. and a half. And it's like we're at this point already. And, and let's be honest as well, it came out, happened now, but they must have been thinking about it a little bit earlier than that as well. How much do you think Guardiola and the players have? Obviously, they've been a lot of it, but do you think it's been a do you think more is going to come out about their reaction to it that maybe could have been a key thing? Yeah, well, um, yeah, it will do because. We'd, we've got an article that's coming up in the morning with that. Um, I've just been able to feed stuff into that. Fortunately, I don't have to write it, which is why I've got a bit of time to to come and do this. Um, but yeah, and also I don't want to give away too much beforehand. And, you know, we're still trying to find out what, what exactly went on. But um, players didn't want to, you know, be threatened with not being able to play for their national teams, as you could probably expect. But I think that was that was key. I mean, I don't, again, I, and I also don't want to speak too soon in case... It doesn't give people the credit they deserve. But I mean, for now, like the backlash from the fans was certainly impressive. But I don't know, it's, and I, like I say, I might, I might be wrong, but it seems to me that the backlash from the players was more important for City. But like I say, yeah, we're, yeah. we're talking about an hour after after it was confirmed. So um, try and get a better handle on that. But I think, yeah, I think it was the backlash from the players. And I think Pep felt blindsided as well because when the big picture stuff was kicking off, you know, project big picture in like September, October time. That was very obviously United and Liverpool. And I think he was happy that City weren't a part of that. But then obviously that's now the, they've City jumped that's in. That's crazy thing, it was man. kind of like, what? So that's the, that's the crazy thing how they've done it behind Guardiola. How do you do something like this behind Guardiola's back? Like, that's that's this is Guardiola, you know? Like, yeah, yeah. I mean, obviously as well, he knows Ferran Soriano uh, uh, and Cheeky incredibly well. And they probably knew, didn't they? I presume they knew, right? Um, well, Ferran definitely did, surely. Yeah, I, I don't know about Cheeky actually, and I, I, I would imagine if 
Pep didn't know then Cheeky wouldn't either, but I'm, I might be wrong. Um, but I, I think obviously we've all seen the reports about City kind of being backed into the corner about this. And obviously, like, look, I'm not sticking up for them because they still decided to do it. You know, if they didn't want to do it, they shouldn't have. So obviously, they yeah, messed course, up yeah. in the first place. But obviously, it, I think it was Friday that they were kind of given. I don't know if it was an ultimatum, but they were given this kind of right. This is happening. Are you on board or not? And Soriano and I don't know who else would have said yes, but certainly Soriano said yeah. And then as Guardiola said at his press conference today, he found out a few hours before the statement. So it was you know agreed to before he found out. Um, but yeah, he wasn't happy about it, and the the players weren't either. I don't know the extent. I don't know how much the players went and said this is out of order. But there was some kind of dialogue today, and what I need to find out is. In that dialogue, was it Soriano saying, don't worry, we're out? Or did they all come together and say, no, we can't have this? And then Soriano and Caldoun and stuff went away afterwards and, and and talked and decided what was going on. Just need to sort out that order. But there was some kind of dialogue today yeah. about it. I mean, I think there's going to be so much coming out of the next few days, isn't there? Like, I'm, I'm certain we'll, and by your people like yourself, we'll hear so much. And it's going to be fascinating to um to see, essentially see how this affects the Champions League and how it affects the other view because yeah. I mean that it's going to be interesting because the Champions League proposals they weren't that much better they weren't that much better they weren't quite as locked in but they were Arguably, very in terms of the, as well in terms of the football yeah in terms of the football and the spectacle arguably worse than yeah the Super no I probably agree that actually like, the, the, the Super League's worse in the fact that they just went right we're going away there's no relegation we're just doing this and we got loads of money it was just obviously greedy but in terms of the new Champions League like the Super League was saying. Well, with the Champions League, you just got too many boring games, and we're we're going to have fewer games, but they're all going to be between top sides. And obviously, we didn't like the idea, but if you had to choose between the the two on sporting merit, I'd probably go with the, what the Super League were proposing. Like I say, you wouldn't <laughs> want either. But yeah, so in terms of the Champions League and what comes next for that, hopefully they don't. Hopefully, UEFA don't feel vindicated and just crack on with that. Hopefully, there's yeah. some kind of renegotiation. You would think they'd read there. the room, wouldn't you? You think they'd read the room Maybe. because like. Maybe not. It's your way for after all. Well, yeah, but but also like the thing is with expanding it and giving more games. If you think about how the World Cups expanded over time, it wasn't like Brazil, Argentina, and Germany arguing for a bigger World Cup. It was always the smaller countries, and FIFA would give that to them. So you know it would keep the people in power because they were giving them extra places, and they were like, "Well, we'll keep these guys in." So even though the big clubs might have lost power, it will still be the smaller clubs maybe benefiting from an expanded Champions League and and that kind of stuff. So. Yeah, those reforms might still be on the table, but yeah, like without Agnelli and and Woodward, I don't know who's going to be the driving force in those. So yeah, I can't see those changing. But um, no, I could definitely be wrong. I'm certainly no expert on that, so I could definitely be wrong. And that's the point. Like it's going to be so interesting to see what happens in the next few days. Yeah, we're seeing obviously Edward Wood has gone. Apparently, Agnelli is going. Apparently, there's, there's some. Yeah. I think that, I don't think this is true. I think it's just Twitter nonsense. But I saw some rumors about Liverpool's owners and all that kind of stuff. And maybe considering that's probably imagine. just speculation. I'm not sure it's true. But uh, people have asked me a couple of times already. Like, oh, what would this mean anything for owners? I presume it won't change a thing for City's owners, really, because I don't think City even needed it to change. So, do you reckon no. it will be? I mean, I can't see it. I think they'll be like, look, we didn't want it, and we were the first to go out. So leave us alone that's what i think their tax will be whether that's right or not but i can't see any change at man city can you no I mean, i'm just looking at, tw at twitter now because with this kind of thing you can't take your eyes off it yeah and that's the I, thing I, isn't I, I it? see yeah. I, I see juve are denying that agnelli's going which is interesting oh, okay. um just to kind of keep everyone kind of on track of what's going on um but yeah in terms of city i mean i don't know because i think everybody 
like City fans, like the City fans were the most vocal about this, weren't they? Like it wasn't, yes. you know, obviously in the past with these things, it's been it's been seen as, you know, journalists driving, whether it's FFP or whatever, driving it. And obviously the fans have yeah. kind of been back in the club. But obviously in this, the fans were the ones on top of the club the most. So I think, you know, fans will obviously, some of them, a lot of them maybe, will think this is obviously a great thing for City to do. But, you know, they've kind of got to make it up to them all. You know they they sh- they still made a mistake in the first place, but I don't th- I don't think that would lead to you know Caldoun or or Soriano going. I mean I could be I could be massively wrong there, but I don't I don't think so. I don't think so because they're not one of the drivers behind this. You know I can yeah. see Woodward going, and I don't know about Agnelli, but if he does, I can see them going because it was their kind of brainchild and it's fallen away straight. It's fallen apart straight away. My wife said earlier it's like David Cameron leaving straight after the Brexit vote. Like yeah, it's exactly yeah. the same. Like they put them. They put everybody through this and it hasn't happened, so they had to go. Whereas City, like I said, I'm not sticking up for them, but because they, they went in last, you know, they were kind of last ones in, first got, ones they out. They've got, they got something to hold on to yeah, there. I don't maybe. Know. Like I say, they've definitely they they've definitely made a bad decision. But yeah, I'm not sh- I'm not sure they would I'm not sure they would go. I think kind of and also I think City like they definitely made a mistake, but they're they're well run enough. They 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 are well run with what they do. They don't need they don't need a shake-up. I don't think the CEO yeah. leaving or the chairman leaving would. And look, the chairman with the links to the owners and stuff, you know, he's he's the he's the hands-on man running it. So I, I can't see it. I could be wrong. I could be massively wrong. But I'm gonna bring in um you you know Dan Burke, right? You know Dan. I think yeah, Dan yeah, from yeah. I'm gonna bring in Dan because Dan's there. And I, only because I've just seen a tweet of Dan's actually, and it's on this subject, and I can see Dan smiling in the group already. Um hello, mate. You're right. Good evening. <laughs> How are you doing? Uh, yeah, know. I'm good, man. Uh, Dan's a big Longman City fan, Blue Moon, Reg, Blue Moon Podcast regular, One Football journalist, all this kind of stuff. Dan, um, I've just seen your tweet, mate, uh, about uh, Ferran Soriano to resign. And this is not uh, happening, by the way, but this is what Dan wants. And um, I, you, you probably, that view is probably shared by an awful lot of City fans, mate, given what he's put us through. Um, explain that tweet, I guess. Like, why, why do you feel that way? And like, what does this mean, this moment for you as a Manchester City fan? I don't know. I mean, it's it's a feeling of um, it's a feeling of relief more than anything. I'm not feeling celebratory tonight, particularly because yeah, we've sort of we, we've we've been on the brink of everything for the past day or so, haven't we? You know, it's it's it, the word I used to you on on um, on Twitter earlier, Stephen, was event horizon for football. It felt like it felt like this was yeah, it. Yeah. There was no, the point of no return. We're never coming back from this. Now it's like, well, maybe we can come back from this, but we need something to change. And, yeah, yeah, you know. Rightly or wrongly, whatever the motivation behind City pulling out of this, they've shown their arse big time over this. They have made a huge, huge mistake that people will never forgive them for. People will never forget this. And, you know, someone said to me on Twitter, I tweeted about Ferran Soriano to resign, because I think someone's got to go. I think the club have got to make a stand. Someone has got to come out and say and, and do something about this now. And, you know, there has to be a point where we say what has happened is unacceptable and cannot happen again, and we cannot allow this to happen. And someone said to me, don't be stupid, Ferran's done a great job. And it's like, I know he has. He has done a great job. He's, he's, he's the driving force behind all this, but it's not enough. It's irrelevant what he's done before. It, it, he's messed it up so badly that I just think he, he has to go. Maybe Caldoun has to go. Maybe someone, I, I want to see a, a high-profile casualty at the club so the club realise the seriousness of what has happened, basically. Do, do, um, is, is, I, there, I, is there no way back other than that for you, man, in terms of, like, the contrition? Is there? Is, is it a case of, like, it's irreparable damage for you personally? I mean, I want to... I want Sorry, to, guys, I want to, I've got a call. I'm going to have to jump off. 
you go for you busy man you go break go break some news sam see a bit go for it yeah i mean i want to i want to see what they're actually saying about this i mean we're, it's not even official yet is it really we don't even know um I mean, I went out for a pizza and all hell broke loose, basically. So I'm, I'm sort of catching up with things <laughs> as well a little bit. Um, so I want to see what the club's official statement has to say about this, what they actually, re what the reasoning behind it is, what what they were thinking in the first place. Um, I, I mean, I've sort of come to the come to the conclusion already that whatever happened, if we went ahead with the Super League, if it actually happened, that I would probably continue to support City in some capacity. I would support the players, the manager, the badge. Um, because I can't give the all that part of my life. It's part of your life, you know. We've all we've all grown Mate, up. I had a, a massive moral quandary because, like, this is like yeah. part of my life. And if I'm being honest, it was my job. And I was like, "Am I out of unemployed now?" As well yeah, as being yeah. like losing the club, I was there, like, because I was like, I thought I can't talk about Aston Villa, and Man City right now. I just can't. I can't. <laughs> yeah, like, I couldn't do it. Like, I couldn't do it because it felt weird. Like, no. At the same time, I was like, I can't never think about Man City again. I can't because they, they are part of who I am as a person and the part of who yeah. you are as a person and as well. And it felt weird. And it's interesting to hear you say that. Like, um, do you, do you think this changes like anything in terms of will this, can this energy last? Cause there is an energy right now. It's electric. And I've never mm. felt this before ever, ever in the football community. I mean, maybe a long time, but not in the social media era. I've never felt a bunch of fans coming together like this and feeling this much. And well, I'm going to pass that question to Dan as well. We're also going to bring Joe Butterfield as well. That's all right. I'll get to him for the next question as well, just because obviously the more the more bursts, the better is what I'll say <laughs> right now. But like, but and go for that question, man. Can can this moment last and how far can we take it? I also, hope so, yeah. <laughs> Evening, Joe. Uh, I th I, my, my first thought was about that protest that had been sort of scheduled for for Saturday or Sunday, is it this weekend? Um, yeah, yeah. I'm, li I'm living overseas, so I can't attend. Otherwise, I'll be there with bells on at that. I'm, yeah, I'm away as well. I'm waiting. So yeah, my, but even weird. So, my first thought was that has got to still go ahead. This changes nothing. Like what has what has happened is massive, and this changes nothing. We the fact that City have withdrawn from it doesn't mean that they necessarily oppose it. It means they've realised it was a terrible PR move, really. Uh, by the looks of things so we, we've got to stick it to them we've got to tell them and make them you know know in, in no uncertain terms i know there's a pandemic and all that people be careful be safe but we've got to tell yeah, them yeah. that it's unacceptable we will not stand for this as fans and then you've got to take it further we've got to come down hard on them on ticket prices we've got to, we've got to hold the you exactly. know uefa exactly. to account more everyone has seen what uefa is about now in the football world city fans already knew we already knew this we've been saying this for a long time everybody knows what it's all about now people will have learned an awful lot about how this injury work industry works in the past what 48 hours has it been even that so we, you've got to keep hammering we need to see big reforms across the game this cannot happen again this is our chance to change things. This is a turning point. And it feels a lot to me like, um, you know, the sort of early days of the pandemic when people were saying, let's just hope that we come out of this with a better society. And really, yeah. we, we're kind of just back to how we were. I mean, it's not over yet, is it, obviously? But we're just kind of back, back to how we were. Life, life will go on. And I don't think we can allow that to happen with football. I think something has got to no. change. Something has got to give now. And we have a responsibility as City fans to do that as well because we are one of the big players in football, whether we like it or not. And I think we have had a lot of practice as City fans um, to sort of address this moral dilemma. We have kind of made our minds up on how we deal with this thing because we've heard things about our owners and you know things that go on in Abu Dhabi. We've had to deal with that for a long time. And we've sort of taken our medicine on that now. We, I, I feel like it's, it's time for the United fans and the Liverpool fans and the Arsenal fans of this world. It's their turn now. It's their turn to realise that the, the thing that they support isn't beautiful, it isn't pure, it doesn't mean yes. more. Every club is the Just, same. Every club is dirty in this. And that is it. Like Everybody, there needs to be solidarity among fans now. We need to move forward together as football fans, not as City fans, Liverpool fans, United fans, as football fans. We need to make a change to our game because 
this cannot happen again. I'm sorry, that is that is it. No, mate, you're absolutely spot on. And that line about um, it doesn't mean more for those other teams. It doesn't. You're yeah. absolutely right. And we're, we are quite literally all in this together. Um, Joe, thank you for coming on, man. How are you doing, mate? You all right? Uh, yeah, I'm, 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 I think, I think Dan was right. It's not, I'm not in a point of celebration. I think I'm just, I think relief. I'm celebrating for us, by the way. That's it. why I feel, I feel like celebrating yeah. for the fans, if so, that makes sense. Absolutely. Like... Absolutely. When the, um, when the news broke, the first thing that I said, um, to me, mate, was like, this is it. Like we've actually, we might, I, I was one of the people who was very much in the fence of like, look, if the, if this lot have already got it backed by JP Morgan, like if this lot have got everything ready to get this going, I don't really think there's anything fans can do that are going to change it. And whether or not, you know, we don't know. Now, the, 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 I imagine at this point, the PR line will be, well, we listened to the fans and we decided we couldn't go ahead with it. I'm sure that's what they'll say, whether that's the true uh, truth yeah, or yeah. not. But I, ref- I, but I can't, I can't believe that it hasn't been a factor in them turning it round. Um, and in that sense, I am, you know, I'm legitimately really glad that that is the case because it's it's it feels like we've we said no to something and it uh, and it and it's not happening and I, and that's that's massive but i don't know i'm just i'm just in a really sort of crate i'm just i'm just so conflicted about the club at the moment about manchester city for 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 kind of the same reasons that dan was alluding to like I don't know if I'm going so far as to say that I want someone to get sacked. I don't think because because the way I see because the way I see it, and this and this might be sort of like you know nitpicking and sort of pointing fingers at other clubs, but if the reports are true, and I'm and I'll wait and and, I, and I'm waiting on hearing what City's account of the events are, but if the reports are true that we that us and Chelsea just sort of got a phone call on Saturday that was like, right, this is happening. You're either in or you're out. I can understand despite hating it with every fiber of my being, I can understand why from a business decision, yeah. the club would never be able to say no to that. Like they can't turn down what that could possibly bring with it. But it's ultimately still the wrong decision. They ultimately then in doing so picked, picked the money option over the fan option because no fan has ever, ever, whenever this has been floated, has ever, ever said that this is what they want that so you know you'll get the you'll get a few you'll get a few who are very used to the american systems and sort of have no issues with this and think that it's quite a good you know the global fans who are, are, are happy to have the chance to see the the clubs come to their place but us the, the, and and this isn't some sort of you know we're from manchester so we're better fans than you nonsense but us like the ones who for the last you know 20 30 years i'm not including myself in that i'm quite a young fan but as a general fan base the <laughs> ones maybe. who've been with the, 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 the general fan base who've sort of been there from like the 60s the 70s the 80s when we were shite and and now you know taking that away from the fans that are there now I, I tweet. I tweeted before something along the lines of like, I'm not. I, I, it's difficult to really be fully celebratory because this has changed things, and and I don't know if I can think of the look at the owners in the same way. And I've had people reply to me, a couple of them saying like, "Well, look at what well, the, the owners have done a lot right for us so far. Like, they surely they deserve a second chance." And and I, like, this is a massive mistake, man. Like, I don't. I I I, I don't yeah. know what I don't yeah. know what to do. I, I I I'm not. I'm not renewing my season ticket. No way. I'm not giving. I'm not giving five hundred. I'm not giving five hundred and fifty quid a year to people who could just do this in two years' time and try again. Like this isn't the end of it. And this they, they've shown their hand. This is the end game, and and it might be dead for now. And I think that the likes of Woodward, um, Agnelli, if it turns out that it's correct that he's resigned, like these people resigning because it's not gone ahead. I'm hoping 
that that's the best thing that can happen in terms of any sort of future yeah. prospects of this going ahead. But for for City, I, I I don't know. I don't know how I feel about it at the moment. But yeah, yeah. Uh, um, yeah. I'm, I'm going to bring in David Mooney from the Blooming Podcast because David, obviously, um, hello, my friend, David. How you doing, man? Hello. You all right? I'm good. Um, good. Are you David- well? Yeah, I'm good. Uh, it's a weird. <laughs> what does that even mean these days? I guess that question. But it's like, uh, David. Obviously, you've been creating content for Manchester for fucking years, man. Absolutely years. You've been doing this for an awful long time, and no one could question your tie with this club and can what I, this club means to you. Can go I, on, go can on, I just gotta... say, as as soon as Joe said that I'm a young fan, I, I thought, <laughs> goodness me, does that make me an old fan now? <laughs> I, I'm real. <laughs> Mate, I'm sorry, you, everyone. No, no, what we make you, David. We're, uh, I mean, we're legacy fans. That's what he makes us, man. Legacy. legacy that's the word, isn't it? Yeah. That's the word. Yeah. Um, you've, you've heard what Joe said, Dan. Uh, you probably know what Dan thinks about the Soriano stuff. I mean, I want to know what, where, where are you now as a Manchester City fan? Like, um, what is your relationship with this club now? Has it, is it, has it changed? Is it still the same because we're all hypocrites or is it damaged to the point where you're not going to be able to look at themselves? Where's your head at, man? I said earlier on Twitter, um, before any of the news broke, like I, 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 if if for argument's sake everything went back to not back to had, as it had been, uh, would I feel the same way? And I honestly couldn't tell you. Um, I think the only way I'm actually going to find out is if City take the lead against Villa tomorrow night, because that's <laughs> like that, that, that's the point, isn't it? Like, like that's, no, you're right. Yeah. As soon as soon as they score and they go in front, and you like how that goal feels is how I'll know. Um, and I'm kind of glad I didn't have to do that like Liverpool yesterday, uh, where, like, as far as those fans were concerned, it was like that was the next. That's where things were going, and you know, hey, we've scored. It's great, but is it great? I don't really know. Um, and I agree with Joe. I don't think I'm in a position where I will not renew my season ticket, like Joe. Uh, I think I'm more likely to renew mine. Um, but I, I mean, I. I don't know. I, I mean, it's it's interesting. I was I was joking with a couple of mates uh, when the news broke. Like like, I, I, I'm interested to see how they dare put ticket prices up next season. You know, you know what yeah, I mean. Yeah. Like, there comes a point where you're gonna have to go look. Show show a little <laughs> bit of willing here, lads. You know. Yeah, that's the thing is like I, I tweeted um, and I was very much caught in the fucking Viva La Revolution moment before earlier and like yet <laughs> yeah, copied energy. But I was there like like we can't let them forget this when they do that. Yeah. We can't let them forget this when they try and move a game to some reasonable hour last minute notice. We yeah. can't let and they them. Say, uh, as, soon, as soon as they say, well, uh, well, we've we've had to stick a bit of uh, a bit of money on your season ticket price because of inflation. We can all just turn around and go, yeah, but lads, do you remember that time you tried to break football? Maybe, yeah. you know, maybe we need to have a few words about this. They're, they're yeah, listening, um, aren't they? That's, that's what has come out of this. They are listening to us. Like, they might they might be watching us right now, guys, but, you know, we can... We, we, oh, power on. to the people. Yeah. We have, we hang, have on, the, hang on, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> but we have the power to change things if people get together and organise properly. You know, it's the same in politics, it's the same in sport. You can change things if you do it properly. As, as Scott's just put a super chat saying, we the fans are inevitable. You know, we are indeed, man. We are indeed. And I think that for me, that for me is the biggest thing, uh, Joe, because it does feel like, it does feel like, once again, like um, we always pretend that they don't care about us and they don't really, to be honest, but they do listen. You know, like they don't really care what we think, but they have to listen and they have to care about the PR. And to be honest, maybe it's people like Amazon coming out and distancing themselves. That stuff matters to them because that is the one of the richest companies in the world. And is is. I- uh, I wonder more, oh, Stephen, if it was. I wonder more if it was Guardiola this afternoon. Yeah, um, yeah probably. Was, yeah, he, he was. Um, you were there, weren't you? 
I, well, it was a Zoom press conference, so it's, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it, I, I was sat on my sofa. Uh, but yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it, I, I, the thing that I got from him in that press conference was that, um, I, I mean, the, the very first thing he said, the very first question was uh, from Sky, and it, and, and it was, when did you find out about it? And his answer was, I found out about it a couple of hours before the statement went live on the website. And I'm kind of like, whoa, that's... The disrespect, <laughs> by the way, the disrespect yeah. to Guardiola. Yeah. Like one of my best friends works for Manchester City Football Club, and he's got an email after it, you know. Like, and like that's how they found out as well. Yeah. It's like, no, and but to Guardiola to be basically in the same boat as well. I mean, Joe. I yeah. mean, like, how does where where's Guardiola's head in this man? Do you think there's any chance he feels a little bit betrayed, and the players do? I mean, are there is their trust going to be different in the club now? I, as you answer this question, by the way, I'm going to the fridge to get a cider because I fancy a drink. But so carry on. <laughs> I can hear you in the earphones. Go for it, man. So I should have I should have done the same thing. Um, I think um, I think I think it's very likely that sort of the the manager and the players have probably been like like David said, like they've probably been more of a driving factor behind it. I think obviously the fans because the fan response has been incredibly sort of universally negative you've had pretty much every pundit that's got that's touched the story has said that it's the worst thing that could possibly happen like i think i i don't want to sort of over egg like the, the the gary neville hype train that's going on at the moment but i think that i think that everything that he says in front of millions of people over the last couple of days has, has almost certainly had a massive impact on like the narrative and how people have seen it um i just think that you know if like to not tell Guardiola, and this is what I thought when Klopp came out yesterday and had his interview before the game, and he was yeah. just like, "Well, I found out at the same time everyone else did," and I'm like, I, I, and, "And this is where it sort of that's when it sort of hits home that like it's really not the clubs, it's not, it's not, it's not the tribal thing anymore. It's not about like you know players and managers and or Klopp, you know, Klopp is this kind of person, like Klopp does this, and it's nothing like that. Like it's literally about two or three top brass in every club." Just making decisions, not telling any employee in the club. Like I think Steph, I think um, Stefan um, from ninety three twenty tweeted earlier today something along the lines of like it's very unlikely that like maybe the maybe the number four at every club probably didn't have a clue this was happening. This is like a real top one percenter of every single club making the decisions and just like not telling anybody else. And I think that is. Imagine if you're a player and you find that find this out. Like you've got the, the news breaks, and then immediately UEFA and FIFA are saying, "Well, you can't play for your international teams anymore." And then you've got all these like career prospects going on in your head. You've got to rethink potentially. Like you're like you were saying before, cr creating content about this stuff is your job. Like you had a, a massive existential crisis. Imagine if Imagine playing football player, yeah. is your job. Like it's it, it's it's just mad. And and Pep Guardiola especially like constantly hypes up the Champions League. It's like his number one thing and to be told that your club and your employers have backed a project which effectively kills it and just creates something else entirely. It's just what, what I do love what's that, going to go through your head? Did I you love see the tweet, like Guardiola's Joe? obsessed um, with the Champions sorry, League. Yeah. Like he, 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 is that obsessed with the Champions League, as we all know, that he's talked down the Super League. So well done. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. did, did, you see the, did you see the tweet, Joe, from uh, Dom Farrell? Uh, he, he quote tweeted Guardiola's, or he, 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 uh, he took a screenshot of Guardiola's comments about the uh, Cheltenham game. Hmm. And he, he basically said, like Guardiola had said ahead of that game, it's disrespectful for uh, the, the lower league clubs if we turn up, you know, expecting yeah. the, the, the greatest facilities and we we fly everywhere on private jets to do all this. 
Um, so I, there's no way he would have been on board with with something like this. This so like, he, he yeah. loves the tradition of the game, doesn't he? He loves he loves the FA Cup for that reason. Like he's constantly, he, whenever he's in press conferences about in that competition, he talks about it and how he loves that. You know that a Manchester City can get drawn against a team like Cheltenham and stuff like that. And to why and to did have you rotate like so many players? In? <laughs> <laughs> because he's got to show disrespect somehow, hasn't he? Steve? <laughs> <laughs> Um, did they really like, think this was going to be allowed to happen? Did they really think people were going to just accept it? Yeah, that's, that's what yeah, yeah they did. I think, I think they did. Yeah, this is the it's craziest simple. thing. Like, I don't. I, I, the, 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 the two options are that they didn't mm. think this was going to happen, which is incredibly stupid, or they did know this was going to happen and they thought it won't matter. We'll just like we'll we'll push it through anyway. And in, a, in, a, in maybe three or four months time, once, once the adverts start flying about for it, once we, once they see the nice stadiums we're going to be playing in. And once, you know, once we've got some nice 15 pound a month subscription packages for it, where it's cheaper than sky, everyone will just think, you know what, do, we'll go ahead anyway. You know what? My one regret, we won't get to hear the theme song. <laughs> I'm dying to hear fucking Coldplay remixed with fucking <laughs> Sons or whatever it would have been. A bit of beautiful I do, I do want, like Joe, you said before um, that like that we have to come down on these clubs because it's. Um, I, I think I think it was you anyway. I might just be putting words in your mouth. I don't know. Um, like we have to come down on these clubs because otherwise, uh, like what's stopping them again in two or three years' time? Yeah, yeah. Do, doing the same sort of thing. I actually wonder if the fact that this this got as far as it did this time and then fell apart. If if UEFA can actually just just instead turn around and. Uh, play it the other way. Go on, go, well, if, yeah, off, if you, if you don't like it, go yeah. on. See how see how well it worked for you last time. And <laughs> yeah, like I, I think we like Dan. I think you said. Uh, I think it was you on the podcast the other day. Said uh, we need to be very aware of not painting UEFA in the Premier League as the benevolent you know forces oh. in in football because they're not. It's just that that this is an even worse force than the force that we have already. That this, mm. this needs to be. Uh, there's an opportunity now to change things. Um, and like my gut instinct is that things aren't going to change that that radically, and things will just go back to kind of how they were. Uh, maybe with these clubs having faced a few sanctions, a transfer embargo, or a you know points deduction or whatever. I don't really care at this point. The the the, the big thing is that there is no European Super League, as far as I'm concerned. There's no competition that is invite only, and that is that's yeah. That's the big that's thing. That's the line, right isn't it? That's that's yeah. the line, Dan, isn't it? That is the line that, like, as much as we talk about all the money, it's weird because I feel like they probably could have got away with this with some slight different tweaks, but that is the yeah. bit. It's the invitation-only bit, I reckon, that has been the thing that's broken this down. It's mad how little they've read the room, by the way. The fact that they thought the players... Yeah coaches they will just go along with it and it shows like their focus groups need to be better they really do because if they're not reading that so much like how would you put that much time and energy into this and get yeah. it wrong? because it's that one thing isn't it dan like i feel like that's it for me but in my opinion it's that bit that, that got that's that's the thing they trip themselves up with yeah well the the, the the super league has been like football's bogeyman for as long as i can remember it's always been in the background just hovering there hasn't it and we all we all sort of put our fingers in our ears and hoped it would go away and just never sort of could could never countenance the idea that it would actually happen. And the last day or so has been like, wow, it's actually going to happen. And it's going to ruin the entire fabric of this game that we all love. Can they ever do this again now? I don't know. It's, it's sort of, they've, they've, they've overplayed the hand almost, haven't they? It's yeah. like they can't really do it again yeah. now because, like David said, like people, people will never take it seriously again. I mean, it might still go ahead. It might still By go way, ahead I'm, without City. I mean, it, I've, in life, I've just in read life, something. 
Go on. Go on. I just read some. Um, the Super League apparently expected a war against UEFA and FIFA, but they didn't expect the extreme reaction from fans, players, politicians, and celebrities. Yeah. So, <laughs> like they, yeah, like, crazy. I guess once again, that that's it. It's once again, it's not about UEFA and thing. It comes back to us, the, the players. The it comes literally back to everyone. James I guess Corbin. <laughs> James Corbin. <laughs> <laughs> I watched um, Stephen. I watched you on the. Um, on the the Redmen TV sort of fan channel bit they did before the Avengers one yeah yes yeah it was it was great it was great stuff <laughs> um, and the um and the one of the Redmen TV boys um said something along those if they'd have come out and sort of and, and portrayed it as exactly that if they'd gone look we're doing this because UEFA are, are are bad at this this and this like they're not giving enough money to certain clubs in certain countries if they'd have if they'd have if they'd have painted a picture that made it look like they were doing it for whether we would have agreed personally with the reasons or not, if they'd have created a narrative where they were somehow do, taking something away from the bad guys that are UEFA and UEFA are the bad guys, then, then we, I think more people would have got behind it. Like, I don't get me wrong. I think that overall the out, the outcry would have still been pretty hefty anyway, because of the nature of the league and the invite only part of it. But ultimately the fact that, the fact that they just sort of they just sort of said right we're doing this and and it's going to make loads of money and it's going to save football and nothing else like they didn't they didn't they didn't provide any sort of reason for why they were doing it they didn't provide well, any the, way how they were going to do it the the comment last night um from uh Perez when he said uh, well there'll be a lot more money so we can buy players from smaller clubs and give them a lot of money for them it's like have you not seen the effects of trickle down economics of the last, <laughs> of, of the last 30 years it doesn't work like, like no like, no. Like, so, like, what are you expecting? That like, just pumping these teams somebody, for more money is going to work. It's not. Ask, ask somebody who supports <laughs> a League Two club what what they think of the idea of you know big big transfers at the top level affecting yeah. them. It doesn't. It, it makes no difference. Their players still get sold for fifty thousand pounds, and that's yeah. you know that's gone in two weeks' time. It's just it's it's mental. But like I say, that it's it's ultimately the fact that it looks like they had no plan other than to just sort of release this. And hope that everyone would go. Yeah, you wait for our shit, aren't they? But really, it, they've, they've, they've actually <laughs> that's, not, that's they've the put, business model. <laughs> yeah, pretty, pretty much. And they, and they, and they somehow, yeah, they somehow perversely made us all think. Yeah, yeah, go on. PSG have come out of this as as some sort of knights in shining armor. That's how false it is. That those like Bayern Munich. I tweeted about today. Bayern Munich have been like, oh yeah, we stand against corruption in football by reaffirming our commitment commitment with UEFA. Like UEFA, are you taking the piss? Like it's a joke. It's a joke, and that's the thing. That's we we have to now re re uh, divert our energy to these to UEFA. We have to. Like this yeah. Champions League reform is dreadful. Like that they've pushed through today, and the, and they made a big song yeah. and dance about how it's going to be it's going to be uh, helping the domestic leagues, the, the Champions League bollocks, absolute bollocks. Like we can't. How, just how would you how would you there. reform it, Dan? If you had if you could if you could change something about it, how would you do it? That's a big Cause, cause my, I wasn't my, my, for that. Uh, uh, <laughs> well, well, Dan, well, sorry. Yeah, come on, I'm on the spot, mate. Because <laughs> my like. Yeah. My, my own my only suggestion to make it more engaging for the fans and this this ruins it for what the clubs and UEFA want because UEFA want a money spinner and like the only way I think to get more engagement is to make is to make better and more entertaining ties. Where do you straight get them? In, straight straight knockout in the knockout yeah. phase. So it has yeah. to be a knockout phase, knockout thing from the start. But the nobody other, will sign up for that. The only other thing I maybe think is it's the seeding. 
Get yeah, yeah, the seeding well, system. Yeah, 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 exactly. Because yeah. the, the reason why the group stages are shit is because you have Real Madrid and then you've got Dynamo Zagreb, Shakhtar Donetsk, and then like some... Don't you, know, you dare Shakhtar Donetsk, by the way. I'm sorry, sorry, I'm sorry to any Shakhtar fans watching. I love you. Um, I never thought I'd hear a City fan uh, who, like in the first three years of the competition where we said, I thought, well, how have we drawn champions in, in all of the all of the groups? I, I never thought I'd hear a City fan say, maybe we should go back to doing that. <laughs> <laughs> well, this, is, well, this, is the, this is the thing, like, remember, Remember, like that was a that was a group that that group of death that we got in our first or second year in the Champions League. It was it, it was, was an fun, entertaining group. Yeah. Like it, yeah. it was we were we we came oh, on worse for us, obviously, but, <laughs> yeah, not for us, but for the but for the product for the whole thing. It was it was it was great. But you know, UEFA won't do that for the exactly the reasons you've just said. Like why would why are they going to knock out like two or three of their big stars in the first stage of the Champions League? Like what 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 does yeah. that do for them? Yeah, you can't. I mean, like it's perfectly feasible. Bayern, Bayern Munich play Barcelona, City play Real Madrid, and then you go, oh crap, we've lost two of the two of the teams in the first round, and then they draw yeah. each other in the next round. You go, oh, Christ, we're dropping like flies, and then suddenly you end up with a, a final of <laughs> you've got a, a Europa Champions League final. Of, well, you've got a final <laughs> of uh, of Dinamo Zagreb against Barte Borisov, and you suddenly go, and who's tuning in for this? You know, <laughs> it sounds like yours though. A European Done. Carabao Cup, which I think is probably what we should be going for. Yes. The yes. Carabao Cup model will save football. You heard it here first. <laughs> uh, Dan, are we allowed to be excited by it now again? Are we allowed to be excited by the Carabao Cup final, Dan? Like, is that is, is that where your head's back at now? Is, Why is not? It Why not? It's like I was saying earlier, like, at the end of the day, Pep Guardiola didn't ask for this. The players didn't ask for this. We can support them, can't it's we? True. We can support the club we've yes. supported all our lives. Like, fuck, fuck uh, Ferran Soriano, fuck the guys at the top. Like, I will never support them again. Uh, you know, Gaz Burnish Daydream tweeted before, let's get that banner down about Sheikh Mansour now. Oh, yeah, yeah. Bring that down. We don't need any of that anymore. We've, we've, we're past you, that now. What do you think? Because I know, Dan, you mentioned earlier something about, um, you know, about how we've taken up sort of our fair share of stick for, you know, sticking up for these owners and everything that they've done. Are you done with that now? Because I am. I'm not, I'm not wasting my time, like, defending the owners like you know where where their sovereign wealth come from and what's happening and you know why we shouldn't care about the geopolitics and stuff if if, if quite frankly now if journalists want to write about that stuff then uh, fine i'm not going to yeah. back for you I've, I've i've been doing that for the last five or six years and it's 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 tiring but then to be sort of for my reward for that to be this or the threat of this like what what why what am i doing it for Do you know what on that point, Joe, sorry to interrupt. Like, is that even going to stand anymore? Are City the baddies now and the big baddies? Well, like, there we, is that, yeah. That's the point. Is like, that's the point. Surely that United have shown the hand. Arsenal shown the hand. We're clearly the baddies, but we're not the only baddies anymore. And no one can feasibly go in there and say City are the only ones trying to destroy football. They can't. Because literally, no. um, City, City have followed, yes, but... We all know right now the ones that tried to do like genuinely irreparable damage to the game were Glazers and Cronky and all that lot. Mm. Like, does that end this? Of course, mm. it doesn't end it. But I'm, I'm, I don't, I'm not so keen to let City off the hook, you know, Stephen. Uh, no, 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 am I? <laughs> no, that's not the point think, I'm making. The point is I'm making yeah. everyone else saying City are the ruining football. Like, oh, cool. City yeah, are yeah. always the, the key, the chief villains. Like, are we yeah. anymore? You know, because are we just one of a pack? <laughs> Go on, it's, it's not. It's not Americans that are ruining football. It's not Arabs that are ruining football. It's not Ar uh, oligarchs that are ruining football. It's capitalists. Capitalism yeah. has ruined this game, <laughs> and it's too late for that now. It's too late for that. We just we just have to get on with it now, unfortunately. But my my biggest issue with City, you know, the owners deserve criticism for for what goes on in Abu Dhabi. They deserve it for that, and we we should 
we perhaps we defended them a bit too much for that. I, I'm happy to say that. But mm. it was never just our cross to bear. And people always wanted to pin all the football's ills on City and say it's their fault. They did this. They ruined it. They ruined it. And like you said, they've shown this week that is not the case. Everybody is yeah. guilty in this. Everybody I, signed I up that, for this. I hope that, and I, and I don't want to make this sort of oh, we the fans have won. Let's go back to slagging off Liverpool fans again. But I think that you know, I, I think that there's all these. These other fan bases who've sort of been been just oh, Carl Marx. <laughs> <laughs> I think um, I think you know these these other these other fan bases who maybe have sort of put all their sort of put all the ills of football at the at the, the feet of PSG and Manchester City and clubs like that who support these you know these these clubs that are owned by you know American billionaire investors who are only interested in creating a new American model somewhere across Europe that becomes a franchised invite only thing i hope they're all looking in the mirror tonight and they're all thinking you know what that it may be maybe we should start sort of maybe we should stop maybe we should stop having to go at other fan bases <laughs> i think we should all maybe stop i think i hope that at least there is something that comes out of this where they go well maybe we should stop and it won't happen because it's it's you know because social media exists and tribalism and all that stuff but i'm hoping that there is you know at least some kind of maybe we should stop taking all of our frustrations out on other fan bases and maybe direct this where it needs to be, which is, you know, the top level of all the clubs in the big six. I'd love to say that, but give it Sunday and you tell me there won't be empty seat tweets from the fucking Powerboat <laughs> final. Guaranteed, man. Like, like uh, guaranteed. Like, that'd be kind of like, empty sheets. There's, there's literally going to be empty seats anyway. So, like... <laughs> I, I... <laughs> Oh no, that, that's the thing is that they'll be like, look at that, can't even sell out the away end. And I, I can't, I, it's kind of funny <laughs> in this instance. It's the only time I'll be able to get behind it. Um, gents, I'm going to leave it there because I'm going, I'm going away tomorrow. I'm going to be happy. I'm going to Cornwall. I can actually celebrate and not sulk and think football's <laughs> dead. But um, I've got to go make Nicola a birthday card as well before I go away. Career's oh. back on track, Steve. <laughs> yeah, well, no, more importantly, to be honest, you know, like genuinely, I mean this, like, like I, I, I've never really felt a moment like this from the fans before. I really mean that from terms of collectively from the football fan base. I do believe there's an energy that has to be grasped onto. We can't let this fizzle out and become another thing that we forget and move on from because we have to remember this next time there's a big moment where it's going to affect all the fans. And because it has to be the start of something because of all this now, this outrage, and the next time, once again, they charge us fucking 200 quid or whatever for a fucking final or whatever. We're like, we can't be like, okay, you know, it don't, can't let, be them, like, don't let them put your prices up. Don't let, don't, don't let them kid. Don't them. let yeah, them do don't it. Don't let them kid you. Yeah. And, and I, I mean this as well. And like, if, if football is in that industry and they want to do that, they have to go somewhere else and they can stay if they want to enjoy it and be loved and look after the fans. But if they want to make money out of it, they're just simply in the wrong industry because football isn't a massive profit making industry. It never has been. And they need to realize that. And if they've got a problem with that, that's your problem, you know, to the owners. They can move on somewhere else because football is about that community spirit and I just wanted to get that in before they go. But anyway, guys, you're all heroes. Um, go and get your cider, Joe, whatever. Go get your beer, man. But either way, oh, yes. thanks for coming on, thanks for coming on, Dan. Thanks for coming on, um, uh, comrade Dan. Yes. Uh, catch you in a bit, guys. Uh, at least we won tonight. Eh? At least we won this little one, but don't let it end there, guys. Right, in a bit. In a bit. See you later, guys. <laughs>